What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we'll be unpacking relationship titles. Okay, let's start the show. Hey, girl. What up? What is your baggage today? I don't know. I kind of had an aha moment, as Oprah would say. Okay. Uh, Just, I have been doing these trainings the last couple of weeks for my job and uh, leadership training. And so it's one of the, one of the sessions we were talking about feedback, how Mm. we give feedback and how we receive feedback. And they had these three feedback triggers. And (laughs) uh, I definitely identified the one that was (laughs) really my trigger, which was relationship. They called it the relationship trigger. And it was basically saying we react to feedback based on our relationship with the giver and not the feedback itself. Mm. And I'm like, that's me. Ding dong. I <laughs> I know that I do that not all the time, but sometimes because uh I go again, I go off the relationship of, you know, if the person supposedly knows me or, you know, different things, uh, I'm always curious as to why they may provide feedback in a certain way. Sure. And so that usually irritates me and then i'm not even focusing on what they're saying anymore i'm just focusing on the fact that yo this was a horrible deliverance you know there's so many ways to give feedback without it uh coming off as judgmental and not coming out off as preachy because i don't do well in those scenarios so (laughs) um yeah it, it was just interesting there was one there was like the truth trigger or something and it said we find the feedback wrong uh unfair or unhelpful it's just not true right like <laughs> like you know but everyone's truth is their truth so you sure. can't really say i mean yes well shit i don't know there are things that are black and white um that are happening in america that i don't see how they can say that those things aren't true but uh, that's like living in a, you know, in a delirious land. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's something else. Uh, but yeah, I've seen all of them. I've seen all of them. I think the other one was identity trigger, mm. meaning um, like we feel overwhelmed or threatened or ashamed or off balance because of the feedback. Interesting. Uh, And it's more like, oh, my whole identity, you know, I'm like, I'm becoming undone or I'm being put on. Taking it really personally Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like it's a reflection of me, not necessarily the work. Yeah. So, I don't know, you know, sometimes you go through trainings and things like that and you kind of roll your eyes and you're like, oh, God, why do I have to do this? You know, (laughs) but, (laughs) but I did feel like it was really helpful uh, it was a couple of weeks and it, it it helped me to get to know some of our managers better. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I think it was overall helpful. Uh, I don't know if that's baggage. I mean, it kind of is. I mean, there was certain like pinpoints where I'm like, mm, I, I can improve there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what's been on my mind. What about you? What's your baggage for today? My baggage for today is the excessive amount of tabs and windows I have open all the time on my computer that seem to just keep growing. (laughs) And it is baggage on this particular day because on multiple occasions today, I went looking for something and could not find it because it was in another window in the midst of a bunch of tabs. And like this sea of tabs that are on my computer. And at this point, it started off as like, okay, I have a window for all work-related things. I have a window for like client-related things. I have a window for, and each one has a bunch of tabs. 
But at this point, it has just no longer become effective. And I might need to close some of them and or finish something so I can actually close them and be done because they stay open because I haven't finished. Exactly. And I haven't finished reading the article or doing what I want to do with the article or whatever. So like, hmm, yeah, it's just this sea of undone tasks which some of it is not even stuff that I really even need to do. It was just like, oh, this looks like an interesting event. Let me read more about it because I'm interested and may never go. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I can't help you on that because honestly, it's, I I won't say I have a lot of tabs open on my laptop. I kind of have to close those out, but I will say my background, like my desktop is out of control. uh, And (laughs) My phone tabs on a whole nother level. Girl, I mean, we can't even Bible. begin to talk about my phone tabs. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> like yeah. my phone stopped counting the tabs a long time ago. Long, I have long tabs time for the regular side and the private side. So I have two separate <laughs> like situations going on. And a lot of the private uh, tabs that are open, the reason is because I really do not want to be bombarded with said, you know, buy this or whatever. And right. it's certain things or advertisement. Right. right. And, and I'm just, I can't do it. So I have like all these private ones that are open that are just living there. And then I have all work stuff and and personal stuff it's just it's too much it's a lot it is a lot and it's every so often i like scroll through some of them and i'm like why is this even so open i don't even know why why was i looking at this where did this even come from what is this even about and i might close a few of them but it's i have not gotten to the point where my phone can actually identify a number again like we're well past <laughs> that point, even after I've closed some, cause I never close enough. Um, but my computer, I usually have lots of tabs open and I usually have like windows for personal work and then like client stuff. But usually it's like manageable. And today, obviously it was not manageable cause I had to search for things on multiple occasions and like clicking through tabs felt like too much. I had to open another window. It's, it was just a lot. So, you know, I think I might spend some time working on that tomorrow or this weekend cause it's no longer efficient or effective, <laughs> which means it needs to change. Sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I have things open just for gifts or something that I saw them like, oh, such and such will really like this. And I leave it open and then I'll forget who it's for. And then it mm-hmm. doesn't even, even be looking at it doesn't, you know, joggle my memory at all. It just, <laughs> it's just there. And I go, hmm, that's cool, I guess. I don't know what it's for. And then eventually <laughs> if it's been some months, then I just close it out and then it'll hit me at the most randomest time. And I'll go, oh, Oh, I wanted that for and then I have to search and just pray that it wasn't too long from then and I can go back to my history right. and see if I can even <laughs> find it. Yeah, it's, it's this is all why the tabs stay open because going back into the history to find things is sometimes not possible. Right. But sometimes that you history, also just have man, to be realistic is sobering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that history, those is that history tab is sobering. You're like, whoa. There's a lot of stuff on here. Mm-hmm. You be doing some things, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and I do. we don't really know why. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I have to find a more efficient way, but you know, till then, we're just gonna close some tabs so I can actually be productive. Yeah, that could be that could be nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even today, when starting the recording, I tried to share my screen so that we can, you know, see our little a script here and it wouldn't it didn't find the window because there are too many windows oh my god see no yeah i don't have i i i still have a number on my i think i have it wait is no no i lie <laughs> i don't have a number there's no number well, there's I no guess number I am. on the computer. yeah i guess i am <laughs> i guess it's i excessive. am way past way it's past excessive. where i'm supposed to be but oh well it's a problem mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we'll yeah, work well, on it well at least I don't have two internet browsers. That could be even worse. Oh, yeah. No, I stick to one. I stick to one. 
But anyways, yeah, that's that's my baggage. I'm going to work on it. I'll keep you updated. On my computer, I'm not going to promise about my phone. Let's okay. <laughs> one thing hey, at a time. one thing at a time. Right. I was going to say, take it, you know, step <laughs> by step. Right. Yeah. You, you, what are we doing here? It's just, we're, we're not. Go slow. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a reason why we arrived here. Now we need to slowly back up, you know. Right. It's not going to go overnight. No, no, right. no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's all good. Hey, it happens. I, we, I know we're not alone. That's all I can say. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can only imagine. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully other people are worse off than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and we can accept that. That's how some of us work. Anyway. <laughs> so. Relationship titles. That is today's topic. You sound so excited. <laughs> Um, so we, you know, we all, we have like a bunch of topics and we just, you know, sometimes we do a little, little, like a Rolodex, you know, and just like stop where you stop and ended up being relationship titles today. Um, for me and my experience, I have had a lot of bad experiences in this department. Um, of getting to certain titles, you mean? Yeah. Okay. I would say that, um, you know, me with a background of <laughs> people pleasing and doing the things that I do, there's been a lot of, oh, you know, there, let's not put a title on it and let's, you know, see where it goes. And in theory, mm. that sounds really amazing at the beginning. But when, for how long? For how long? And I, I, I never knew the answer to that. I, I don't really know if I still know the answer to that question, but I know now where I am in my life and and how if it's even kind of, I don't know, like I have to immediately get, retreat and get out because mm. I have given people too many benefits of the doubt thinking that it's going to come back around and they're going to say something about it or, you know, say, or you don't, Maybe they claim me in their own way, in a different way. And, you know, they're just like, we don't need to put labels on it. You know what it is. You know that I care about it. You know that I like. I'm like, no, those but labels. Yeah, those labels are there for a reason. Right. And maybe they're not there for abu- abuse reasons to be like, oh, you my man or you my girl. So you got to do this. Like, you know, that kind of, you know, those type of vibes. No, but in terms of just. The identity of the relationship and where it's going and how how far it's come and it, you know as as the trajectory keeps going up, sure. like no, there shouldn't be any confusion as to what we are to one another. Like right. I should never be introduced as just my name, just on GP, because you don't want whoever you're meeting to know, you know, or know your business or whatever the case may be. It's like no, if we together, we're together. Right now, um, and that should not be a secret. Do you or, feel and, like, and the person shouldn't feel like it's secret, even if it isn't. Right. Do you feel like, in at least in your experience, the moments when people were not willing to place titles, that it was to keep the relationship a secret or the dynamic of the relationship a secret? Is that what you feel like that was? I have had that experience. Hmm. Uh, I have had that experience uh, once that was blatant and another time where maybe it wasn't blatant, but that feeling of feeling like you're hiding me. Yeah. is a very um, can place somebody in a very insecure, you know, in, in, in some severe, highly insecure situations with well, themselves. Yeah, because there's no, yeah. And with, and with you, with the other party, because there's no clarity. Yeah. And I remember a friend of mine when I was very young, she was older than me and I should have, I should have listened to her. Shout out to Allie. I don't, you know, I know, I don't know where Allie is. I'm assuming somewhere in Atlanta. I haven't talked to her in many years, but I remember her telling me straight up, like, do not entertain undefined relationships. Mm. And you know, myself, I'm like, well, I mean, I'm hearing from all these dudes about how they get pressured into certain situations and maybe they're not sure yet. And 
I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, so what are we? You know, so then I retreat and not say anything. And then I end up in these um gray areas. These gray areas that mm-hmm. are are not healthy and don't feel good. Yeah. I hear that. I definitely hear that. I think my experience with relationship titles has almost been the opposite in a lot of ways, because I'm someone who doesn't necessarily feel attached to titles or the trajectory of um, how we identify in our society, how relationships, like the hierarchy of relationships, like I don't necessarily agree with that. And so I have been okay in the gray area a lot of the time, but what has been the difference in what you're describing is that I'm okay that you don't put a title on it, but what exactly are we doing? And there still needs to be communication and a conversation around that. Like, we don't have to claim each other, that's fine. We still doing the same shit whether we claim each other or not, but what exactly are we doing? And there has to be communication about that. And there has, to, for my experience, there hasn't been, that I know of, a hiding of that, right? Like, it hasn't been like, oh, this is Katrina and they're only utilizing my name because they don't want other people to know who I am to them. Um, That would be really incredibly frustrating. But I feel like for me, relationship titles just haven't been that important and um, don't necessarily mean a whole lot to me at the end of the day. Like if I'm rocking with you, I'm rocking with you. And as long as we on the same page about what that means and what that looks like, like I'm good. Um, but I also understand and respect how that is important to other people. And so in my dating life, I have also, I have actually been the one who people have asked, like, no, can we like make this an official title thing? Like that feels more comfortable to me. And I'm like, oh yeah, sure. No problem. Like it wasn't because I was trying to hide them. It's just, that's not important to me. So it's, I understand that that's everything you're describing is absolutely things that happen, but it's also just interesting to hear it from the other person's perspective of how that might feel. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about, you know, right away. I'm saying, you know, if you have been riding with some, with somebody, you know, um, I just wish that there was some natural, natural progression that both parties can agree on without it feeling like a, are we or aren't we? Yeah. You know, and, you know, it would be nice for, um, you know, someone not saying that no one has ever approached me like, let's, you know, let's let's make this official. Let's make this whatever. I'm not saying that I'm saying that (laughs) nine times out of 10, depending on, you know, where I'm at, I have my own type of reaction. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it it depends, you know, where I am mentally at the time, do I, or, or emotionally, am, am I ready to fully commit? Sure. And for the most part I have, but there have been scenarios when I wasn't ready. And, uh, sometimes I look back on those times with some type of regret. Um, not a lot, but just like a slither of it, of being like, wow, like, but it's a catch 22. I guess it's a catch 22 because on one end, I I have those moments where, oh, if I would have just said yes, or if I would have just, you know, did this at that time, then who knows where I would have been right now, right? Life is a series of choices. But at the same time, I knew my mindset and, and things. And you weren't ready. I wasn't ready. Right. So, um, but then there's the other way of like, okay, but you could have, could have went and got into it submitted into that situation and then you know who knows in six months you could have broken up you know and then or you know who no one knows the timetable of how long um something is going to be so i guess that's you know i can't really look back on it i guess what we regret but i do look back at it as in i want to be sure when i make decisions and there's been times when i haven't i haven't been sure or I don't know if I said the right thing or I don't know if I should uh, make this choice right now or, mm, you know, maybe I'm mm-hmm. being selfish at this moment because that's how I'm feeling, but not recognizing the bigger picture. Sure. Um, you know, I'm not saying that that hasn't happened. I look at my life now at this age and I think a lot about where I'm where I am, 
and where I am in my career, where I am in my relationships. I kind of weigh everything. Um, and relationship wise, I just feel like in the last decade, I just have not done well. I just haven't. And in this, to me, the relationship titles part of it all has been like a, a reoccurring theme of me accepting mm-hmm. less than what I deserve, me going with the flow and allowing myself to be uh, influenced with what should happen in 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 my life without sure. me actually asserting uh, asserting of as if like, do you really want this? Right. Uh, that makes sense. So yeah, and and it, it it is very frustrating, especially because I I like my alone time. I like my me time. I like to have, uh, you know. Okay, so today I took myself out. You know, today I, you know, I treated myself. I did those things. I like doing those things for myself. Uh, but, and I don't know if that stems from me saying that I'm afraid of commitment because I, I don't think that I am. I think that I need a healthy amount of space. I do. And some people don't understand that in a relationship. Mm. And so they may think like, well, damn, why do I, why would I want to be with somebody that doesn't, you know, who's already thinking like, oh, I need my alone time. I need my, and and I'm just saying like, for me, I think a healthy relationship, you have to have those things. You just have to. And and it depends on the person because everybody doesn't need as much as everybody else. I am definitely somebody that needs my time and will go out and do my thing and be with my friends or be alone, be by myself. Like I'm gonna have my own life. And if someone's not willing to commit to that um, because they feel like I'm not as committed to them because I need time to myself, then this ain't a good fit, bro. This ain't gonna work. Right. And for me, <laughs> but but that's my thing. I've never, I don't feel like I've ever had commitment issues. Like if it was right, it was right. It right. fit, it fit. And I would fight all damn day uh, uh, trying to get it to fit. You know, I will always be fighting for that. But for me, it was like, now that I look at it now, it's like, why? You know, I I just, I think about what Diana said on that episode about marriage. And it's, and it's so true. Like, I don't think it's supposed to be work. I really mm. don't. Like, it is work as in you guys are partners. You're both putting in the work for your relationship to ultimately grow and move to the next level. But I don't mean work as in, it's almost when they say like, do what you love, right? Do what you love. So what you love doesn't feel like work. Right. It shouldn't feel like work. It shouldn't feel like we are fighting so hard to try to make this thing continue and, and happen. It should be the, typical maintenance work that you do on any relationship or even on your vehicle on yourself right like there's maintenance work that we have to do on a regular basis there has to be check-ins there has to be communication there has to be like uh, a shift or change depending on what's going on in life because life shifts and changes and so you have to accommodate your relationship um based off of what's happening for each individual but it shouldn't be like this consistent like we're just trying to make this work. <laughs> We're just trying to get through. Right, like, yeah. Right. I yeah. I hear that. And I think I think that's something to to be mindful of too. Like, do you really want somebody who's not willing to commit? If we if the commitment, if the title is all it's doing is saying that like, yeah, we in this thing and we're agreeing that we're in this thing and you're not willing to say that that's a problem and like mm-hmm. what it, what is the issue like sounds like they are the ones with the commitment issues right like what is the issue around the title you said before we got on the air like if we've been doing this thing for a minute and having a title is not necessarily going to change what we are doing it's just going to change how we name each other to other people then what is the issue with the title because it's one thing for you to feel like that's not just in my value system like for me that's not in my value system i don't care i don't need you to be my boyfriend i don't need you to be my man i don't like i don't need to claim you in those ways as long as we are in agreement about what's happening and we are on the same page but i'm also somebody that probably what people would say over communicates 
about what's happening and I'm going to keep having conversations and I'm going to keep asking questions. But the moment you ask me, like, what are we doing? I'm going to be clear about that. And if your value system is that you need a title because you believe in a hierarchy of relationships, then we can negotiate what that means and we can talk about that. Like, what does having that title mean to you? Because it doesn't mean the same thing to me. And if it's important to you, then sure. But I'm not going to sit up here and be like, nah, like it doesn't make a difference to me. So we shouldn't do it. We're doing the same shit either way. We're just putting a label on it. That's what I, and that's to me, the biggest thing, you know, like to me, it. I understand the other argument. I totally do. Because then a person could then jump flip it and say, okay, well, exactly. Why do we need to put a label on it? Right. right. But for me, isn't it all about balance and all about su- compromise? Because I feel like if that out of all the things that, you know, on the list of like, OK, what's going to make this work? If that is one thing and you're willing to lose this based whole off relationship of, off of that thing or even when, for example, like I told you about marriage. And how people go, oh, where well, people have been together for, you know, 10 plus years and then they get married, they end up breaking up. You know, what's the point of getting married? You know, it's just a piece of paper. It's just, you know, it's just this. You know, you hear all these arguments about why getting married is pointless, uh, which I, I see some. Um, I'm not going to say it's an illegitimate uh, argument. I'm not going to say that right, there's sure. no pro, there's pros and cons, but. I also would not lose my entire relationship based off of, oh my God, this person wants to get married. Right, right. Do you know, you know what I'm and, saying? And is the relationship ending once the marriage happens because the relationship changed? Like, because a lot of times what happens, the reason why people break up after they've been married, after they get married, even though they were together forever, is because there are expectations that we have about what it looks like to be married. I have an expectation of you all of a sudden now because you're my wife or you're my my husband in a way that I did not when you were just my boyfriend or my girlfriend or whoever, right? And if those expectations have not been discussed, communicated, acknowledged, then yeah, it's going to end when we get married, but that's because of a lack of communication, not because we got married. It is because we did not communicate to each other what marriage mm-hmm. means. means to, the, if to I, both people, yeah. Right. If I want to be married because I just want to be able to call you my husband, but you want to be married because marriage means that I have to stay at home and cook and clean, we're not on the same page. And yeah, this is not going to work. <laughs> like, right. we need to have an agreement about what this even means to us. For some people, it is a religious uh, commitment. Like, it is something that we are doing under God. For other people, it is a way to just celebrate what we already have and honor that we are saying that we are doing this for the rest of our lives in front of the people that we love, Right. For some folks, it's spiritual. Like, there's all of these things. For some folks, it's just a party. And that's okay, too, right? But what is the reason for the marriage? What is the reason for this union? Why is that important to you? What does that mean? Those are the reasons that the marriage breaks up the relationship. It's not because they got married. It's because they did not communicate and they were not clear about the expectations that they have set forth onto each other and then they got married and realized like oh shit we we ain't on the same page well we all know that expectations are like the killer of all relationships like it's just you know if you lead with that (laughs) you're really not gonna get anywhere like if anything you probably i don't (laughs) i don't want to say you should lower your expectations you should probably just I guess each person it's it's to each his own. Like what can you what what is what is okay and what's not okay to you? I don't know if right. it's an ex an expectation. Like you expect this person to change or you expect this person to do this. Like if if those again, like you said, if that communication is not there, if you guys do not talk through these things and really dig you know dig into what it you know what it is to mean to be in a relationship with the other person then you're doomed from the start 
Right, and uh, the just, title ain't gonna fix. Yeah, it. the title not gonna do nothing at all. It's, just, it's gonna make it worse. Yeah, it's just gonna make it worse. Because <laughs> now you have higher expectations, and you know we already wasn't on the same page. We already wasn't doing the things that we said we was gonna be doing. So right. So <laughs> so the real issue is the communication. Are we I mean, the real a, issue. I mean, I guess it is the communication, but because even don't if know. I have expectations of you, if I communicate that, then the conversation then becomes: Are you willing to meet those expectations? And if not, then we don't do this. But if we don't have a, a conversation about that, and we're just operating <laughs> from like, oh, we've been together for five years, we should you know, be married or we should be boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever. Like we should, you should be my partner now. Like we should call it official. And we don't have conversations about what that means and what the expectations are or not even expectations, my wants, needs and desires of a partner. Right. And if you're not, like if I'm not willing to communicate that to you or I communicate that to you and you're not willing to accept those terms, then we got to renegotiate or we just got to drop the whole thing altogether. Like, but nobody's communicating. We're just like, oh. Yeah. So that's, yeah. And then that's where it just becomes just a cycle of fights and you go with the flow. And then next thing you know, you're like, damn, it's been four years. It's been four years. <laughs> right. You know, or it's been five years. It's been however long. And you're you're so used to being on the roller coaster and you're like, damn, if I just would have asked for what I wanted at the beginning, and made my decision there of whether or not I was going to exit instead of thinking that it was going to get better. Either A, it was going to get better or something or, you know, something might shift. something might shift or change for, you know, um, in your favor. Right. And then, you know, and then you think that something's going to come from that. But it's just it's just a bad it's just it's just no good. And um, I think you know, if we get clear on the things that we want early on, it can save a lot of time. And that's something that I'm, you know, I can't get, I can't get back. They can't right. get back. We can't get back. So, you know, and I don't, re I don't have regrets. I just feel like, okay, I don't want to do this again. Yeah. I, I really don't want to do this again. It's it, every, I will, I swear, and I, I really don't want to say this, but I I have thought about it. Like, okay, like I'll just be by myself. Like mm -hmm. I'll just be by myself, and I really don't want to retreat to that because I know that I can move into this exile of an ex, like be ex, like basically ex excommunicate myself from sure. the dating world because uh, I can, you know, I I I please Marlena. You know what I right. mean? Like I. Am sure of myself uh, enough to know that, like, I am a good person. You know, yeah. like, I, I might, I, I'm not perfect by no means, but like, I'm not like a shitty person. I don't have, you know, um, you know, you know, you, you, I don't have bad, <laughs> bad. I don't have bad blood with, with peeps. You know, I, I pretty much try to keep it light and keep it light and tight and keep keep it pushing. You know, I, I don't want to deal with the drama but i in turn i know that that could be like oh okay so she pretty much wants to do whatever she wants to do and i'm I, the only part about me that's afraid of being alone for too long is being being able to be adaptable because i might get to a point where i'm just like no no i don't i i mean i think that that is a risk and i also don't believe that in the right situation you want to adapt I, I truly believe, regardless of how long you've been single, as long as you are doing the work that you need to do on yourself and continuously taking care of yourself and doing healing work and being honest with yourself about eventually I do want to have a partner, but I am okay if I end up by myself. Um, I think as long as you are being alone from that mindset, the, when the right person comes along, anything that you ask for that is within reason, obviously, is going to be a reasonable conversation about coordinating what that looks like and negotiating that between the two of you. And you will absolutely do the same thing for the right person with the right energy and the right vibes. And if somebody is showing up, 
in the ways that you need them to show up, I have no doubt that you'd be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. And they will have no issues being like, yes, let's put a title on this. Or (laughs) they might even ask you before you have to ask them, right? Or they have no issues with Marlena needing some time to herself or whatever. Like, I truly believe that. I don't think, unless you are going into your little cave by yourself, because it's like, I'm just warding off men because I can't stand these niggas and I don't (laughs) ever want to do this anymore. I don't see that ever happening. Well, for me, it's also... I don't ever, I don't know. I don't ever want to have to be the one to bring it up. Like, I'm done. I'm but done see, being the one. That's baggage, having, Marlena. I know, that is. But I'm done bringing it up, meaning to say, what are we? Or is this going anywhere? Or any, I, I just, if it within, like, I don't know. Yeah, and maybe it's just where I am right now. Sure. I'm not saying sure. that this is, you know, I'm sure this will change. I'm just saying where I am right now. I really don't have it in me. Like you fuck with me or you don't fuck with me. If you don't like I, there's a door. Like at the end of the day, it's just like, I really don't have the time. I really am working on myself. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to build some type of legacy. You know, I'd love to have somebody that's here. That's going to uh, guide me and that we both can be on the same uh wavelength and, you know, have the same goals or even if even if it's not you know if we don't have the exact same goals at least we can support each other and for real support each other and not feel like it's a competition like i just don't want to i don't have it in me i really don't um maybe i will at some point again but right now i just i don't want to i don't want to have to be the one it just seems like a lot of times and again not all men right but it's from my perspective, it seems like it always seems like the woman is the one who's saying, well, you, you know, you my man or, well, you know, what the fuck? You know, like it's it's some type of like, you know, this um, the conversation usually starts from this side. And for me, I'm like, nah, like I, okay. I, 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 I don't I just want don't. this. I don't want this to turn into a Marlena therapy session. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who are listening who probably are in similar or the same place. And I just want to name that that is not always the experience because as someone who's been on the opposite end, I'm always the one who's been asked to be the girlfriend. I have never asked. I've never checked in. I've always the one who's been asked. And so it's possible. But it's the reason that they asked you to be the girlfriend. I always also think about this is it's the reason they asked to be a girlfriend or be in a relationship is because they're trying to cuff you for said, you know, winter time or whatever the fuck. But like (laughs) they don't necessarily want to do the work of a relationship. And and again, not work, but just, you know, I can't say that's true. There are some who obviously I wasn't in relationships with. And I told them niggas no, because (laughs) it wasn't going to work. And then there are others who I was in relationships with and they very much showed up and did the work. And then there are some that I was in relationships with and it was trash and like, yeah, but I, I can't go through saying that everyone that asked me to be their girlfriend was just trying to cuff me and wasn't trying to show up and do the work. I think many of these men really wanted to be in relationships and were doing the work, whether they were a good fit for me or not is a whole different story. But I think your experience that you continuously have is what is putting you in this place. And that's totally and completely understandable, but offering a little like, no, there are men out there that will ask. And I think part of it too is like, if that's your baggage, if that's what you walking into dating with, lead with that. Like, don't just keep that to yourself, like name that. I have named to people that like, I am not the one who's going to move this relationship forward. If you want us to move into a different dating space, if you want us to put titles on this, if you want any of these things, you are going to have to name that because I'm just not the one who's gonna do it. If you want us to move out of we're just having a good time and seeing what happens into officially dating, then you need to make that move. And this is what that looks like. And I always, I will say this. I really do mean that at the beginning. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe young, young, like long time ago, teenage Marlena, of course. But I'm talking about for the most part, if I go into a situation and say, yeah, let's see where it goes. I actually mean that. 
yeah. I do want to see where it goes. And as serious as it becomes, and as as you know, as the love grows, as there's like obvious, you know, things happening, uh, yeah, it can kind of suck when either myself or the other person was not ready. You know, it's just mm. like that that the the launch. It was like it was there. It's just. I don't know. Again, you said, like you said, from my experience, I'm like, mm, like I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to do it. Uh, and yeah, I probably will. I will definitely lead with that for sure. I, I think that's a part of getting to know the person because it is, you know, it's, it's my truth. I'm not saying it in a way to be like, yeah, like, you know, like I'm trying to um, say that it's right or it's wrong or it's anything, but it's where I, I am this now. It's where you're at. And that's the baggage that you're walking into any dating situation with at this time. And that's okay. I don't, I don't know that it's healthy to always be in that place, but if we're naming it, then everybody's on the same page. We're clear. Mm -hmm. And that's just what it is. If you're not willing to initiate this moving into a different space, then it just never moves into a different space. But that also means that there are certain privileges that you don't get because we're not in that space, <laughs> right? Like you don't get all of my time or you don't get certain things certain parts of my body or whatever, because we're not in that space and you haven't initiated that. And, and I'm here, good. And here lies the problem. <laughs> here lies the problem. Well, we don't, we don't have time for all that, but I, I'll just say yes, a thousand percent true. Right. And that like, that's just the boundary. That's what it looks like. It's so interesting to have this conversation too, because I hear you and I understand from a very like logical, I'm able to piece that together and that makes sense. And I know our societal standards and the way that we've been taught about relationships is very much just like hierarchy. And that means a lot to people. And I think my frustrations have always been or have more so been kind of the opposite of that, where it's like, I don't give a shit about none of this. <laughs> like Either you with me or you not. And that's it. And I don't need a title. I don't need to call you my boyfriend. Like, that doesn't matter to me. I don't even necessarily need to be your girlfriend. That doesn't matter to me as long as everybody's on the same page and we're clear. I don't need marriage. And I feel like sometimes people feel that like, oh, you want to claim me, that means we supposed to be getting married, right? Like that means like we in this thing forever. But that's the other thing. That's not what that means. It's not. And that's it's why not. there has to be a conversation <laughs> about it. Because at the end of the day, I think listening to you and I, just listening to the, the two of us talk about this, you have one very specific need and that's you would like a title. I have this very specific need that I don't need a title, but I think we want the same exact thing. And so if we were dating each other, if we would have a conversation, instead of just saying, you saying, I want a title and me saying, I don't need a title and we don't need to have that. If we were to have a conversation and get clear about what does a title mean to you, Marlena? It means that we are committed. It means that we claim each other it means that we are showing up for each other it also means that you might get certain aspects of my time and energy and effort and for me i'm like oh well i'm already ready to give that so yeah title sounds okay like i don't need that it doesn't make a difference to me because i'm already there right and then we would just be like oh, okay cool like <laughs> how do we want to negotiate this but i think like so much of it is like you have your need, I have my need, and we are not clarifying what any of that means. Everybody's just operating out of this fear or, you know, whatever. It's like, I need a title because I need to make sure that you gonna stick around. That's not gonna make the nigga stick around. Like, <laughs> he might disappear right. still. Or sure. we need to claim each other because, you know, whatever, like whatever, or we don't need to claim each other because I don't wanna be committed. Like. If we just clarify what all of that means instead of operating out of these like preconceived notions, then maybe a lot of this just wouldn't be so hard. Yeah, because you can be you. It's just so interesting when when people say they don't want to be committed, but right. they are. Right. You are. You You're are. doing the same shit. You You're doing the exact same thing. And so. Right. It's this, uh, I'm like, is it just the, the word itself commitment? Like, what is it? Like, I wish that people would be more open and honest and name, like, what, what is that? What, where is that coming from? Because right. to me, what it has never been, 
Um, and even if we didn't name it and said, oh, this is my girlfriend, this is my boyfriend, even if we didn't, if I, if the effort was there of said what I think that title means to me, if that effort was there, I probably would never say anything of, of about it. Right. You know, it, as long as I felt like, yeah, I am taken care of as if I am this, he's my partner. Right. You know, he's got my back 100%. That doesn't necessarily mean that, yeah, we're going to get married. This relationship could end. And that's mm-hmm. okay and if that's it okay. ends. Right. And, and I think a lot of, again, from my experience, uh, when I would ask for what I would want, what I wanted or, or whatever the case may have been, it always seems like there was this super fear that there that something was going to change, like severely change, you know, like, mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, oh, you know, Mary, like, I, I don't know if I could do that. You know, it's just like, you're like, well, what do you mean? You don't, what do you mean? You don't know if you could do that. Right. Like, I don't do what exactly? Do it what exactly? Right. Because <laughs> who said it's any different than what we are doing in this right. moment? Because if we're talking about, you know, moving funds and putting money together and potential other stuff that's like, yeah, like contract type situation shit. Like you cannot say that like, oh, marriage is like, oh, it's a, it's a business. It isn't, yeah, it is a fucking business. Sure. It is. It is. You know, um, it's not only that though. I feel like for me, it's legacy. Absolutely. It's definitely legacy. What did these two, you know, if I'm taking your name or if we take each other's name and we put those, like, what does that mean for us? What did we build? Mm-hmm. That's what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think about, I guess I think about my grandparents a lot and I think about how like, you know, my grandmother has been a Haley longer than she was even, um, you know, what her maiden name was, you know, that's how long they've been together. Right. So it's like, yeah, like that means something to me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I feel like it should mean something to the other, you know, but again, not everybody is me. So I have to, you know. Yeah, that don't mean shit to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't even say that. I think what I have discovered in having those conversations is that it feels really hard for me to give up the name that I've had for 30 plus years. And to take your name to me is not necessarily a sign of how much I love you, but it feels like giving up a piece of who I am in a certain way. And also, let's be real, this name comes with a lot of commas at this point because I got these degrees and my name is what it is on all of those degrees and on this business and all of this kind of stuff. And so there are layers of that to me that are like, this is a big piece of who I am and my identity and not to say that my name changing is going to change who I am necessarily. And it feels hard to just let go of my name in the name of love, right? And I feel like for me personally, I feel like somebody who's coming into a relationship with me should also understand that, right? Should also understand, well, yeah, I don't want you to give up this piece of yourself in that way. Um, And can we talk about this? Can we have a conversation? Because there's also the piece of like, I don't know any man, I've not run into a man yet who will have a conversation with me and be like, yeah, Katrina, I'll take your name. Like, no, it, the expectation is that I'm going to give up my name for you. That is the only expectation. And if there's any conversation outside of that, then it's like jarring. Like, oh, I did you might want to keep your name. I did see a couple uh, who just got married. Uh, they're famous, but um, it's uh, Brooklyn Beckham. So David Beckham and Victoria Beckham's son. He got married to his wife, like literally maybe a couple months ago, and they both took the same name. So like now he has her last name too. So it's like uniforms, like it's, you know, Brooklyn, blah, 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 you know, Beckham, blah, blah, blah. But her name is still in there. And I was like, see, that's what's up. I like that. I like that. Like, it, I like that. I'm, I'm de- down I'm, for that. I'm down for that. And I'm definitely keeping Haley. So like, it's going to be a dash situation all around. Right. Um, and I hope it rhymes. I hope it goes. But, you know, if it don't, it don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if it Katrina don't, it don't. keeping her name. That, that <laughs> I'm keeping my name. And I, I, mm, I don't know if this goes beyond the relationship title thing to some degree. It's talking more about marriage. But 
I think the the reasons why we took men's names, men's last names, are no longer really applicable today, <laughs> right? It was because we were men's property. It was because we couldn't do anything without a man because we belonged to them. You were nothing without a husband. You were nothing without your daddy. So you had your daddy's last name and then you had your husband's last name. Like we're in a different world now. <laughs> and you know, we can change and shift. But again, it's about having conversations around what does it mean to be married? If we get married, does it mean that I'm taking your name? Is that what that means to you? Is that what that is about for you? Does it mean that we're creating a legacy? Does it mean that we are honoring this union under God or certifying it under God? Or, you know, what is the meaning of this? And what are the expectations going forward? What are your wants, needs, and desires going forward? Once we slap this title on it, whether it's partner, husband, wife, 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 husband, husband, whatever, like, how? what does that mean? And does that work for the both of us? And if it does, let's do it. And if it doesn't, let's not. Let's drop it and move on. Man, let's get these benefits, son. <laughs> let's get these benefits, son. We all going to be old as fuck one day. I'm trying to get all the benefits. Give me everything. I'm sorry. Married people do give more benefits than single they people. Do. They do. They do. This world A is not cut out for single people. Percent. A the grocery store percent. isn't even set up for single people. No, I have to buy so much fucking food that I'm like, that I, I don't. Feel, I want. feel like I'm going to waste this. Like, can we have just a little smaller? Can it just be just a little bit? Nope. No, nope. you got to buy families. the biggest package. It's for families. Everything is set up for families. Yes. You get better I get discounts it. if it's for families. I get it, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. Because I. All of us can't buy things in bulk. It doesn't make sense. Me buying a Costco-sized box of toilet paper would be absolutely ridiculous. I do that. I do it. And it's absolutely... You have toilet paper forever. You have to. No. I mean, not forever, but it definitely lasts. It lasts for a good... Long, long time. Long time. Because my toilet paper lasts a long time, and it's not Costco-sized. I'm okay with it. I'm saving money. Anyways... Y'all go have some conversations with folks about what this stuff really means. Yes. And sorry for if I sounded off today, you know, but I have had a lot of situationships in my day. And let me tell you, kids, it is not for the bleak (laughs) Mm. (laughs) or it's not for the weak. It is bleak, darling. And um, don't do it. Just don't do it. I'm not going to say that. Y'all can have situationships. Just be clear that that's what y'all are doing. Or, yeah. Don't fall into no situationships. That's what we'll say. Don't just fall into them. If you are walking into a situationship, let it be something that you have agreed to. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, child. Some of these topics. (laughs) I didn't say nothing. I said a lot, but I didn't say that. You said so much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good because I'm sure other folks are having a very similar or the same experience. And it's good to feel heard. Mm-hmm. It is. y'all this next segment is called roses marlena who do you want to give your rose to today so i have been you know getting really clear about what i want while i'm here on this planet and uh you know my long-term goals my short-term goals all that jazz and one thing that i know for certain when when i get the funds and when i'm able to i definitely want to open my own uh performing arts school And, uh, you know, and if I can, you know, pretty much try to give it for as low, lowest cost as possible. And, you know, just have programs for students, uh, you know, so that they don't feel like they have to choose between can I take this or can I take that and and what they're they're into at all different types of ages. So um, that's the reason for that though is definitely um because of this lady that I'm giving my rose to today it's uh Miss Williams she 
Miss Roxanne Williams. I met her or we met her in, I guess I was in elementary school. I would say I was in fourth grade, second grade for me. Mm-hmm. And so from second to six, she was basically like the vice principal of our school. And she, Miss Williams was just a ball of energy. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I tell you she was a ball of energy um, and you, I would be the awkward kid that I felt that I was all the time being around her. Like she made you feel super, super comfortable. Absolutely. Uh, and, and allowed you to be yourself and to act out and to, you know, say how you're feeling and really just giving a, a, a really safe space for kids and uh, recognizing when something was going on with them and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sitting them down and, you know, actually, you know, pouring into them and listening to them. And, uh, you know, she was theatrical. She loved doing plays and putting on the programs at school. Like she was really into it. And her, like that magnetic uh, energy, the way that, that she felt about, you know, theater and, and music and different things like that rubbed off on me a lot as a kid, Mm. a lot. Um, So much so that I, I find like Miss Williams in different people. Like I see her personality or certain things. Like like she was just such a, a, a character to me that like, she reminds me of certain episodes of like Carol Brunette and like Lucy and like different mm. things that like just the, the way she like that infectious spirit and laughter and just, you know, being silly and not taking herself so seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, but there's, you know, of course, like if she want to get you together, she'll definitely get you together. No problem at all. Uh, <laughs> but, but in a loving. Yeah in a loving way that didn't, you know, intimidate or make you fear her at all. And Mm. um, yeah, so, you know, I want to give my rose to her and, you know, shout her out and give her all the flowers because, uh, you know, my love for singing, my love for dancing, my love for acting, all of that came from her. Um, She, you know, at that age, I think, you know, 11 or 12, I ended up being like, you know, played the main role in the school play. And there were a lot of hours that we spent together of her just getting me ready and, and making me feel comfortable enough to go out there in front of all those people, right. you know, cause that was, now I got a lot of personality, but at that age, I was definitely more awkward and, you know, still there's still this part of me that's here now was inside, but it definitely took some massaging and getting out of the, out of my shell. And, um, and I'm still not, and I'll probably never, ever completely be all the way out, but you know, I'm about 90% probably, but I still get jitters like anybody else is natural. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's all because of her. So I'm telling you guys, you know, whenever I make it happen and I have that school is going to be dedicated to her, whether it's a wing in her honor or a auditorium named after her, like she is definitely going to have that. And, um, I love her. Uh, I haven't talked to her in a long, long time, but you know, I reached out to her and, you know, hopefully we're going to have lunch soon and, mm. you know, just kind of, you know, just want to let her know just the impact that she had on me and that, you know, she she's a hero of mine and I'm just going to, you know, I want to tell everybody. So shout out mm. to Miss Williams. I love that. Shout out to Miss Williams. Anybody uh, who's a part of the K. Anthony family. I'm sure many of y'all know her and can understand because she was definitely a light during our time. Um, tell her I say hi when you see her. I haven't yeah, seen her in I so will. long. I will. I just, it, it is so funny. It's just cer- certain stuff, you know, just quirky stuff that I just remember that even my, like my grandmother, sometimes she'll say something that a teacher said to her when she was mm-hmm. like a young kid. It's amazing uh, how you big know of something that you if, can remember yeah. that long ago, and it's the same for me with like with her. I had another teacher, Mr. Connolly. The certain little like things that I just remember that will always you know be with be, you. Uh, yeah. be with me. So 
Yeah. Shout out mm -hmm. to them. Absolutely. And all the teachers that are out there that, you know, they don't get enough credit. They certainly don't. Principals, teachers, they there's some, you know, amazing, amazing people out there that are making mm -hmm. a difference in our, our kids' lives. And that really does help humanity and our society. Because, Absolutely. you know, y'all know what else is on the <laughs> other side. So let's just lift the lift the lift the you know, the the teachers up and the administration and everybody that's working with our kids because, you know, those hormones, hormones are raging, uh, raging. There's so many things happening to you as a kid that you, you're that, you know, we all know we all been there. That developmental stage is so precious. So it's hard. Yeah. And it's hard. So, you know, shout out to the do gooders of the world. because <laughs> You know, we need more of them. Absolutely. Well. Katrina, who are you giving your rose to this evening? I am giving my rose to Miss Tabitha Brown, or Auntie Tab, as the internets like to call her. I have been following Tabitha Brown for several years. I don't even know when I started following her, but I started following her because she made this video that just had me cracking up, and I just thought she was so funny. Um, but in the time that I've been following her, and of course, I always say I'm not very consistent on social media. And so I'm sure she's doing many other things in life that I don't know about. But she was just such a joy to me to watch, to witness. Um, for those who don't know her, she is a Black actor and creator. And she, I know, has been for a while doing like cooking, vegan cooking videos on socials. I think she's on TikTok and Instagram and probably on Facebook, I also on YouTube. Um, but I've just witnessed her journey in and watched her just grow and expand. And she's talked in the last few years about feeling like she's finally getting her break. And she's finally getting to move into the thing that she really wanted to do and she felt called to do and she fought, fought so hard for. And I'm just so happy for her. Like, she just has such a wonderful, like, energy and personality. I just love watching her. I love witnessing her. I love the things that she shares and posts and um, the way that she kind of presents herself, which, you know, I imagine is a lot like how she is in person. Um, but I'm just so excited for her. She now has a, a cooking competition or is a part of a cooking competition show on the Food Network. She made her own seasoning. I think it's a McCormick product. Don't quote me on that. She had a clothing, a limited edition clothing line at Target this summer, which then followed up with uh, home decor. Um, and she opened her own restaurant. Um, or a chain of a restaurant, Kill My Name, which is out here in LA somewhere as well. I haven't been yet, but I heard good things. Like she is just doing all the things and I'm just so happy for her. And I'm so excited to see her on this journey. Like she's announcing things and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's doing so many great and wonderful things. And it, it just feels really cool to see a black woman who has fought so hard just making it and being able to be successful in a world that can be so challenging, um, especially in her industry, I would say. And she's talked on multiple occasions about how people have wanted to change her and she wears her cute. Oh, she also has hair products. Uh, Donna's recipe, for those who don't know her, she calls her Afro Donna. <laughs> um, so she like, who wanted her to change her Afro and like straighten her hair or different things like that and how she has really allowed herself to just be herself. And she's coming into all of these opportunities as herself now. And I think that is such an inspiration to those of us who are just trying to do whatever it is that we are doing and do it from our own perspective, do it from um, a genuine place and authentic place of who we are. And so shout out to her. Um, she just gives me so much inspiration, so much motivation, so much joy. I'm just really excited for her. And I want to shout her out, even though she may never hear this. But I think it's good that we continue to just give give credit where credit is due because that girl that woman has been working hard <laughs> and i don't even know the half of it i just know what i see on socials and what she shares but behind the scenes i am sure it has been a lot more and so i'm just so happy for her so shout out to her yeah shout out to tabitha i don't follow her 
um, career that much, but I have been seeing her more and more. Um, and I know one of, I know my best friend rock, like that's her, that's her jam. She loves Tabitha, Tabitha Brown. She, she loves her. Uh, and I saw there was an event. There's an event actually tomorrow night, which by the time this come out, it'll be too late, but, um, there's an event tomorrow night that she's going to be at the Saban theater mm. where she's just speaking. And I think it's called like Tabitha, an evening with Tabitha Brown. It's like, a, it's called a time to heal. Oh, and, I wish uh, I knew about that. So it's tomorrow at 6 PM and it's free to attend. Actually, you're actually, all you had to do was like RSVP to go. Um, and it's a, uh, I think it's like HollywoodConfidential.com or something like that. But um, yeah, it's like some panel event series that they've been doing, and that's her. Um, that's her. She's gonna be on the panel next. So, um, yeah, shout out to her. You know that is, you know, I ha- I I did go to Target not too long ago. And I did see her, and I was like, okay, yeah. So it's all good. I might have to go tomorrow. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I've been I've been asked about like two or three things in every every time I'm like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. really need to get clear about what I'm doing for my trip. So I think that's the mode I'm in right now. And so right. you only got out, a couple weeks left. Exactly. So I need to like lock everything down like ASAP. Right. And um, yeah, I think it's like you know how you're like, oh my god, oh my god, like I'm I'm at panic mode where I'm like, oh my god, I need to book a place to stay. Like I need to buy, I need to get my hotel. Yeah, you got to get shit together. So, yeah, and that's the whole thing too. We're not even gonna go into this, girl. But it's like, oh, do you know? Am I gonna get? Am I gonna do a hotel? Am I gonna do an Airbnb? Like, what am I gonna do? You know, like I don't know which way I want to go. Yeah, yeah, figure um, all of that out. Meanwhile, I just opened another tab to find this event <laughs> you know what? Tomorrow. <laughs> i'm real done and on that note ladies and gentlemen thank y'all for listening y'all katrina's crazy <laughs> have a wow. good night <laughs> wow i don't know about she's crazy but she no she crazy she, she both just got a lot of tabs okay <laughs> i get real excited that's it it's just the tabs things. that's it it's only the tabs I feel judged. <laughs> no judgment here. None. None. I'm in the same boat. How am I going to judge you? Right. But you're talking about me. You crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> okay. We crazy. Let's see. <laughs> what did they say? Oh, you, oh, you hang up on the... Never mind. I'm not going to end this with a song. I'm going to say, enjoy the rest of y'all week. Keep being fab. We out. Well, that was another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. And check us out on TikTok at Excess Baggage Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. A show. Sure.